You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. Simpson to take it. Look at yes, What about that? It's John Brooks! It's John Brooks for the USA! Have they stolen it? Quite incredible. He couldn't even have dreamt that. Can you believe it? We're back again, and so much to talk about when it comes to football. That is the real football show and soccer. It's Animal, Penfold, Perk. It's kind of a short crew this week. Only uh, a three-man crew, but I think we can handle it. I think we have more than enough to go over. And, of course, I, in fact, i tell you what. If Newcastle can play with a constant ten guys, I think we can play with three. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row that Newcastle have had a guy oh, yeah. jerked out of the game. <laughs> so I figure, you know, if Newcastle can do it, we can do it too. I, I, I wouldn't dare say that, but if Dave was here, because oh, Dave, no, Dave is the no, anti-Newcastle yeah, guy. But yeah, I mean, that's. I guess it, I, not, I don't want to start with that. But I mean, I guess if we're going to make comparatives, then we'll take that. We'll, or, we'll take that right out of the show. NYCFC played with nine last night. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This <laughs> isn't a trend, really. is it? Let's hope not. That's just too hard to defend against. People get their legs tired out. Uh, good to see you, Penfold. You're good. Everything's great on your end. Yeah, all good. Back awesome. in Lincoln after summer on the road, so got to got to get see the sights, as they say. Yeah, traveling through the Midwest is not much to see. But. <laughs> we saw the sights of what Wichita and Topeka. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Lucky in. you. Maybe Little Rock. Did you get down to Little Rock? I didn't. No, I didn't. I was in Iowa a lot as well. So. <laughs> okay. Ooh, well, there we go. Yeah, not much to see. So I guess if we're going to start, I mean, since we kind of you know touched on the whole Newcastle thing, let's uh, let's go ahead and just hit EPL right out of the shoot. Penfold uh, have no problem talking about EPL right now. I don't know why Penfold. <laughs> what's going on with you these yeah, days? It was, it was a good weekend. We uh, managed Brighton, my team, managed to uh, beat Manchester United again, just uh, two times in a row now. So oh, we played at my home. Twice. So okay. So that was our last home game of last season and our first home game of this season. We've beaten them both times. So and wow. not a low-scoring game. Brighton wins three to two. Yeah, yeah. They, when, uh, against Man U, the Reds. It was. I watched that game and uh, I, I hopefully didn't ruin anything because I text Penfold when they when Brighton went up two nothing, and I'm like, I did, all I said was wow, and then I get a text of. Uh, Couple hours later, going, I I'm, I was at training. No, I had you had a game. I had a I go, game I'm just starting to village, watch the yeah. game now. So I'm like, oh crap! I wouldn't ruin anything. So I you know laid off. But then then Man U scores like right after. Yeah. So, so I was like, getting nervous. So we went yeah. we went two zero up. We scored like two goals in about a minute. And then they scored. Lukaku scored. And I was like, oh, this could be this could be tough for the rest of the game. And then we scored <laughs> a PK uh, just before half time to make it three one. And then. I mean, they they scored a penalty right at the end. Pogba scored like ninety fifth minute. They may not look bad. They they really didn't do. They had interesting. Maybe had one other shot from Pogba, Jeez. which our goalie saved. And besides Newcastle, guess who else played short a guy last week? Leicester and Crystal Palace all played short guys. And Leicester okay. even won that game against the Wolves two to nothing. Crystal Palace did not have the same luck as they take. They took on Liverpool and lost two to nothing. What so a shame. Make, he hasn't made a few up Penfold. <laughs> but the real beatdown story of last week was a team that has been uh, in, the, in the upper tier for over a year now. Huddersfield got crushed by Man City. But Man City, do man, they look good. They look awesome. They're, yes. they're, I mean, they're already up in goals differential. I mean, they're, they're, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool's won 2 nothing and 4 nothing, and they're not in first place. Yeah, I mean... Uh... <laughs> Huddersfield won't be the last team that Man City dominate 
this season. So, oh, you they look. You don't. But they won't. Huddersfield won't be the last the team. Like, they'll okay, they'll, okay, they'll okay. do that to multiple teams this season. They look. They look very good. Very they, very good they, again. Can they? They can't repeat what they did. They, they can win the league, but they're not going to get a hundred points. They're already uh, on pace. I mean, why not? I mean, they look so strong everywhere. They they only really signed Mares. They didn't really sign anyone else. So and this is without De Bruyne too. How long is De Bruyne out for? He's out for three months. But you know, David Silva came back last game and <laughs> was kind of majestic. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. They're starting just... things off Saturday morning. The Wolves in Man City. Ooh, and the Wolves are going to find out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what they got served up last week uh, with that uh, with that win by Leicester. Even short a guy last week. And uh, Leicester won and beat the Wolves. But they've got Man City this weekend. That's the first game out of the shoot on Saturday. Southampton, Leicester, Arsenal, West Ham. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I'm wearing my West Ham jersey this week just to hope that, like, some some kind of turnaround. West Ham. It's yeah. the battle of the 0-2s. It both is. lost both games. Yes. Oh, it, yeah, a little different route for Arsenal and West Ham. Yeah. Or... Uh, Bournemouth, Everton. And then, of course, uh, the Huddersfield-Cardiff City game. The highlight match Saturday, Liverpool and Brighton. Playing at 11.30 on Saturday morning. Yeah, it could be a tough one. Watford Crystal Palace early Sunday morning. Fulham Burnley, uh, Newcastle, and Chelsea playing at 10 a.m. on Sunday. And then a Monday night football game with Man United and the Spurs. Should be a good one. That will be a great game. Maybe. Well, yeah, we'll see how Man United kind of bounce back. There's a lot of negativity surrounding Man United, especially in England. Um, Just like... Mourinho's kind of attitude and he was kind of sulking all summer about they didn't sign this player and blah 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 and then <laughs> obviously they won their first game you know they kind of I wouldn't say they scraped past Leicester but they didn't play great they won 2-1 and then obviously they lost to us and like I say they they played terrible they really, they really played terrible against us so, which I'm not complaining about but. <laughs> sure <laughs> I mean well I mean you guys take take some credit on that unless you think man you just played bad I mean oh yeah we play well we we pressed them from from the get go because the week before our first game of the season against Watford we were terrible like we <laughs> we were awful I don't think we had a shot on target oh against Watford so we lost two zero and it was a road game I know we were on the road yeah um but yeah we played well against Manchester United but they they were as well as we played they were awful they. And Mourinho's on the hot seat already. They got second. They're they got second in the league last year, and he's on the hot seat two games in. Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll. He might see the season out. Who well, it depends how it start, how it goes. But I don't, I don't think he'll be there next year. I don't know if he'll see the calendar year out yeah. the way they're talking. I mean, I mean, if they have four or five more games like that where they're just <laughs> awful and lose to teams that already, you think he'll be booted? Possibly. They'll, they'll show him the door. Wow, which is weird to, you know, yeah. I'll see if they crash and burn here, but they got second in the league last year to Man City. Yeah, there's no and, and they beat Man City by the way. You know, so I mean, but two games in, people are like, if you look at like the odds of the first coach to be gone in the EPL, it's him. It's crazy, crazy times. <laughs> yeah, Mourinho. They say that the biggest problem with them is attacking with Manchester United. They say that their biggest problem right now is attacking, and they need to solve Why? this. <laughs> That's that that's that's what it is. Then then I also talk about the fact that uh, some re- the the words the phrase revenge porn is brought up, and guess whose team it has to do with West Ham. Oh, <laughs> Former West Ham star racked up more than a hundred appearances for the club is facing jail after being found guilty of revenge porn against his ex wife. Who's the player? <laughs> Does he say? Yes. Uh, uh, to, uh, to, Thomas Repka. 
Thomas Repka, horrible man. <laughs> he, uh, he used to just like chop people in half. Like he was like a destroyer. And oh, no racked up a number of red cards. Yeah. I mean, they talk about him like, yeah. 44-year-old being sent to uh, risk being sent to jail in his homeland of the Czech Republic found him guilty of revenge porn. What's That's great. That mean? Spent five seasons at Upton Park. Uh, found to have placed three fake escort adverts offering the sexual service of his ex-wife. Ah, Brilliant. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. He is a terrible person. That's terrible. <laughs> but he then says, I'm sorry, it was wrong of me. That's not going to make it go away what you did, man. That's terrible. Wow. I didn't think we'd actually bring up the phrase revenge porn in a real football show episode, but lo and behold, there it is. Uh, you might be surprised or not surprised at the stats. Everton, Richarlison, <laughs> is the number one player in goals right now with three, although tied with Sadio Mane from Liverpool and Aguero from Man City. So it's actually a dead heat for first place, all three of them, with three goals each. Assists, Benjamin Mendy. Now there's a name I really don't know that much about, but that guy is the leader in assists right now. So he was, he's the left uh, defender for Manchester City, but last season they signed him, and then he uh, like ruptured his ACL in like the fourth game or something. So he basically missed like the entire season. So essentially, him coming back is like a new signing for them, and he is just a machine down the left. Like he runs, he's just feeding the ball in there. He's just he's super fast, super athletic, like great stamina, and yeah, he just crosses it in, crosses it in. Like I think he's set up at least one of the goals for Aguero the other day uh, off a cross. I mean, I didn't. I didn't actually watch the uh, the Manchester City Huddersfield game. I had to. I had a game. Yeah, no, no worries. Time, no worries but... at all. Again, it's a guy. It's a guy whose name I yeah, I really uh, don't well, know that much and about. If, and if he's with City, they got to replace a lot of assists with the Boyner gone. Yeah. So for a few months. So and... he was the um, he was a left back for Monaco when they got to the Champions League semi final. Oh, okay. And they signed him from there. And then, yeah, like I say, he did his ACL last year, so he missed like the entire season pretty much. Yeah, it's hard a, to think of these guys who do so much running and so there's there's such awesome athletes. That just doesn't seem like an injury to me that would occur that often, but I'm sure it, it happens a lot. And, and my guess is non-contact. It seems like ACL is always non-contact. Oh, yeah. So they're just maybe, really? They'll plant their leg maybe. It's just a turn. And then they turn and just snap. Pops. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You know, it's. It's like having a new player, like he said. It's just like having a new guy out there, and yeah. he's just feeding the ball in there. And yeah, you signed him last year, and he's finally getting to play. You are listening to The Real Football Show. Hey, you know our show is on demand starting at about noon on Friday on ESPN1480.com. And, of course, our show is live on ESPN at 6 p.m. ESPN1480 and 101.5 FM. It is The Real Football Show. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. He's galloping down the right-hand side, looking for his options, and he slides it through. Jamie Vardy. Is this the moment? History is made! Jamie Vardy has scored in 11 consecutive Premier League games. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5 and 1480 AM. Penfold, Perkowski, so or Penfold, Penfold and Perk, and Animal, and yes, we probably should talk some MLS. How exciting are things for sporting Kansas City right now? Oh my gosh! Look at them just rocket. They killed it last week. Ever since you went to that that game, 
Ever since you went to your first game, it sucks that Dallas won and and still you know kept pace with the wins. But Sporting KC is right there in the hunt. They are tied with LAFC uh, in the standings in the West. Dallas is at forty five points. Sporting KC, LAFC at forty two points. But man, they just rocked last week. And it, again, it's it's the right time to to be hot. Exactly, because that's usually what they don't do. Is they, <laughs> they, usually, they usually start nose diving about this time. And and limp into the playoffs, get a road game in the playoffs, and lose right away. They kind of got that out of the way about midseason, <laughs> and they're kind of they're and they're moving back up now. So this is the right time. About ten games left, and they're in second place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and they've got and they've got Minnesota at home this weekend. This is this oh, is where nice. they they really keep it rocking, man. Don't yeah. don't don't. No screw-ups, no trips. Let's just get it done. Get the job done. Get the three points. Win these very winnable games. I mean, it's not dissimilar to EPL, you know, outside of there. You know, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Mm -hmm. And as long as they do that and they take care of you and make the playoffs with hopefully a bye. And that's what they're trying to do. That's where they're at right now. So, you know, know, they talk about the fact that Columbus and Austin, this whole transfer of the team is going to happen. Or will it? Austin may not have the crew yet, but they've already got the logo. If they ever do get the Columbus crew, yeah, they got they got their logo. Do you know about this Austin in Columbus thing, Penfold? Yeah, I think we touched it's, on our show before that. Okay, moving. It's how long it's been going on for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they, the city council voted. Yeah, we're we're willing to have this team in Austin. Construction of the stadium. Yeah, let's go. A new logo is out. It's uh, someone calls it L Tree because it's like a green logo. It looks kind of like a tree. Right, so it's like okay, let's just call them L Tree. <laughs> why, why don't they just keep the same logo? I don't know. I mean, that, I mean are they still going to be called like Crew, or is it going to be something different? They're, they're, oh, it's Austin FC. That's official too. They're okay, gonna, so the Crew part's gone. Yeah, so the crew's okay, gone. that's why they got a new logo. So, then. so they voted okay, to move forward yeah, with the yeah. construction. Whatever stadium ends up being built will not be ready by the 2019 season. They've already said that it's not going to be ready. Well, they don't even know if they're going to be there yet. It's not. It's entirely there. possible Columbus will ride out a lame duck season. A la the Raiders, you know, uh, the team could play a season at the local minor league baseball stadium where the Round Rock Express call home. So they would actually be playing in a baseball stadium for their games. Penfold oh, oh, shaking his head oh, okay. in disgust. It's just so weird. <laughs> this whole Columbus-Austin thing, it's just like a giant limbo party that no one wants to go to. I still understand how like, the concept, and I know you do it in football as well, just like transferring a team to somewhere completely different, like the complete other end of the country. It just, I can't get my head around that. I know. Well, I mean, because in, you know, England, well, anywhere in Europe, I mean, they're, they're hometown teams. That's their right? town. Their That's town. their city. And and I guess why, why isn't it the same here? Well, it's money, I guess. I guess if you, and I'm, I'm a little torn. I, I, I don't really care too much, but. No, because it's not us. Yeah. But Columbus was. Uh, one of the uh, founding fathers, so to speak, of MLS. They were the first city to get an, uh, a soccer-only stadium. So, uh, And that stadium's held many USA-Mexico games, most in our favor. So I- I'm a little on the side of Columbus, but if Austin's going to bring a better crowd, a better team, I'm all for that too. So I don't really care, but uh, it sucks to see Columbus lose a team. So why are they losing the team? Just they're not. It's, it's the only, I, I think it's all the Columbus will not pre-court. build them a new stadium. That's what that's what I guess the big hang up is. Okay, they will not build them a new stadium. And this pre-court is he's the owner. He's I guess you know really kind of an a hole. It sounds like. <laughs> 
So that when they went into, I think, did Columbus have a meeting? A city council, there's like some of the guys going against the owner. He's out there the entire time <laughs> flipping the guy off. Just like with, I mean, just. Yeah. Just, like, just, 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 just with the stuff. Just give him the bird. Yeah. Crew are, the crew, Columbus crew, are currently ranked fourth in the Eastern Conference with the playoff spot this fall, seeming likely. Team won a single MLS Cup in their 22 seasons, took the top prize in 2008. And uh, the team has averaged an attendance of about 15,000 per game playing in a stadium that holds, it's soccer only, too. Soccer only stadium, yeah. 20,000. Yeah, so those numbers are fine. There's no, they're, they're not like awesome. 75% full. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. They're, 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 yeah, they're not getting like 3000 a game or whatever. It's one of those, I'm taking strange. my ball and I'm going over here. So would <laughs> yeah. the owner still be the owner, just down in Austin? Yep. yep. Wow, so, yeah, he's just thinking of money. And Austin's yeah, like, exactly. oh, we'll build you a stadium, but it won't be ready for next year. So it's like so weird because this, this team's going to play, I assume, in Columbus next year without a stadium, but they'll have to play in a baseball stadium. It's so weird. It's so un- It's so cringy. It's like a cringe. It's, it's not like, unpre- eh. so, uh, The yeah. San Diego Chargers, do you know where they played this, this past year? No. They played where the LA Galaxy plays. Okay. So, so we had an American football team in the NFL play in a soccer-only stadium last year. That is cr- okay. That's even crazy. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and NYCFC plays their all their games in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I saw them on TV the other day. It, li- it looks weird watching the game because like, <laughs> you can see that it's not a soccer arena. Yeah, like, you can tell that it's baseball, and it just looks strange. And it's tiny. Yeah. Well, because it's in a baseball stadium. So just, it just those crazy uh, things they must have enough money to build a stadium. I would think so. So I think it's just a nostalgia thing. Like, hey, we get to play in Yankee Stadium because yeah, they they obviously can, can play wherever they want. But yeah. and there's enough supporters there, obviously too. Yeah, oh, that's a heated rivalry. It was a, it was a rivalry game last night. Uh, the Red Bulls and NYCFC, and I mean, two red cards that end up nine nine versus eleven. <laughs> David Villa played awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How's Rooney doing? Rooney is. How's Rooney doing? Rooney. Did you see that the the clip from the other day where he chases against, yeah. against Orlando? The uh, I talked about this last week. The oh the, the kick in the the final goal the header the guy who headed it yeah yeah it when was he... against my friend's nephew for Orlando oh, that, okay. that's him like, who just got posterized. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, but He's been turned into uh, a meme. Uh, but, oh, the guy that Rooney tackled. No, the the guy. So he, when he said that fifty yard pass yeah. in, the guy who tried to defend the the, the pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, so it, it it's it's more on the guy who Rooney tackled. Yeah, that guy was an idiot. I mean, why not just send the ball forward twenty yards and go after it? Or, or make a cut because you, <laughs> you're not going to win a fifty fifty against Wayne Rooney. Yeah, like, but so, that that so is... kick a twenty yards ahead. There's no one there. The goalie's not even there. You're going to outrun Rooney over a hundred yards. Yeah, that was some play though. That was unbelievable. It great, was unbelievable. great tackle, great pass. Right. So listen to this for for Rooney's stats. So DC's they, they start off awful and they're still kind of an eighth place which is good so when he before he got there they had two wins five draws seven losses so 11 points in 14 games since he's been there five wins one draw only two losses 16 points in eight games geez how much confidence can one guy carry (laughs) evidently an entire team's worth And, and so now they're in eighth place you know so they're then they're only six points out of the playoff spot haven't they got like four games in hand on and I tell you what, the same thing with, with Beckham and you know all these guys, they're earning their keep. They're earning that what they what they're getting paid, especially that play you mentioned. He had, he didn't have to chase that guy down. It's not his fault that they pulled the goalie for some weird reason. And he he had the uh, for one the the know how that I need to be ready to get my butt back here, even though it's not my position. And he did it. 
I mean, just totally hook sled that guy and took it out and, and then served the ball on a platter. I mean, just an unbelievable play. That's Wayne Rooney, though. So he actually uh, is probably to like the detriment of his goal scoring. I mean, he's got a ton of goals. Though. He's main as all-time goal scorer, England's all-time goal scorer. But he probably could have scored more if he just kind of like he sacrificed himself for the team a lot when he was at Manchester United, like oh, he, things like that, like charging back when he doesn't need to. And to he get would drop ball. back. He would actually play back sometimes. You know, yeah. So he'd play in like midfield and things like that. So when you're so, looking at kind of like character and attitude, like. And, and he is a point. gamer. He's what I always, yeah. you know, I say he's a gamer. He just, you're not going to. got like three goals and three assists in his six starts as well. So is that what it is? Like okay. I say he's, he's definitely contributing and his money. So Yeah. And, you know, and, and that kind of shows you the, the level of competition too, you know. <laughs> um, but it's it's great to see these guys not just coming over as a retirement league. They're coming over and they're busting their balls. So I think it's great. So with the short amount of time that I have left, do we have a coach yet for the U.S. Men's National Team? I'm just curious. And has there been, <laughs> no, you anything? Uh, no. what, are you, what are you doing uh, for the next four to I don't. Years? I, I don't. I, I, this is so weird. The, the World Cup has come and gone. They said that we would have a coach named just after the World Cup, or at least that was, I think, the goal, literally, pun intended. But we still don't have a coach. I mean, they're talking to uh, Dave, uh, what is it, Dave Sarishan? Sarah Chan? Yeah. I think Moist came up as a, as a, as a name, too. And he but. says, you know, it's going to be about the youth, but, you know, there's some past U.S. men's national team stars that are still going to be playing in the mix. Uh, I would hope not playing, but we need the kids to play. We need the youth. This is, we've got to be yeah, geared up for the next four years, man. You got any games coming up? U.S. Oh, yeah, just, actually, just the U.S.-Mexico game. And, and we're playing Brazil. We're playing... And Colombia. Colombia and, and Italy. England. All in this... And, and, and England. And, and Italy. no coach. Yeah. yeah, no coach yet. And still no coach. So, yeah, we're playing in Wembley in November, I think. Nice. That is... Uh, you know what? That's going to wrap segment two, kids. All that right. is The Real Football Show on ESPN 1480 and 101.5 FM. You're listening to The Real Football Show. On ESPN, KLMS. He does swing it in. Lukaku! This time he does hit the target. And his longest drought in English football is over. After 13 games without a goal, Lukaku back on target. And it's Lukaku again! No stopping him now. And it's slotted through. He's in here for the hat-trick. Romelu Lukaku! show on ESPN FM 101.5, 1480 AM. I feel like, you know, we kind of three weeks now into the new season. I feel like we're kind of hitting our groove. I feel like I'm kind of saying some of the, the right things. I'm kind of steering us in the right direction. Well, you know, we got EPL. That's been running for a couple of weeks. But, you know, Bundesliga just uh, getting fired up. And, of course, La Liga just had their first week. And then Syria. We'll talk about them, too. So, uh, you know what? Let's talk with let's start with, with Bundesliga. I mean, seriously. You know, Bayern. The you know the the kings of of German soccer is anybody going to stop them again this year? I don't see who. I mean, you can talk about Dortmund. That's an easy one to bring up. But are they really going to take down Bayern? Yeah, no, probably can't, can't, not. Can't see it happening. <laughs> I don't know how many years in a row Munich's won, but yeah, they're just probably about five or six. Yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much the training ground for the German national yeah, team. So. I think I think Dortmund were the last team to. To win it, that wasn't Bayern, and that was like 2012, maybe. Okay. Bundesliga, <laughs> in head. fact, ESPN even says, Bundesliga preview, can anyone catch Bayern Munich? 
Probably not. So it looks like it's like everybody's just throwing. Everybody's already throwing the parade for Baron because they're they're going to win it all. I, I do. I need to watch more Bundesliga because there's a lot of Americans actually in that league now. There's a lot more than there are besides in Christian. Yeah, there are. Oh, uh, buddy. Oh, uh, pal. Western McKin- uh, Western Weston McKinney is also a, a teenage so, sensation. He's with Schalke. Schalke. Yeah. yeah. So there, then there's there's like John Brooks. There's other guys. But it, J- what's J- that Bobby guy? Bobby. Bobby Wood. Yeah, is he play for someone as well? Yeah, or unless he, he dropped to Bundesliga too. Actually, I. Have, oh yeah, that was right. Hamburg. They got they got relegated. Didn't they? Yes, oh, and yeah. they had the yeah. riot flares yeah, and the it. cops on horses. Man, it was cr- it was the craziest thing I ever saw that last game last season. It was nuts. Oh, that's right. Well, it was the Hamburg team. Yeah. It was crazy. But it, it, they'd been up for like 50 years or something like that. It was 50 years. They had a counter on the side of the stadium on the inside that showed how many, how how many what is it, days they'd been up in the upper league. And it was like 50 years. <laughs> so the fans went nuts in the end zone, you know, in the, uh, you know, behind the goal, yeah. that area. Well, Bobby, he's with Hanover. So I wonder if he changed or, but it's with Hanover now. So yeah, they must have signed him. I bet so. so yeah. they're, they're so, so he's up in the, in, yeah. in the top league. So there's definitely a few Americans knocking around. Yeah, as opposed to EPL where they're all gone because, um, uh, what's his guy? Uh, Jeff Stoke. Cameron. Jeff Cameron yeah. was Stoke. It's like, oh crap! Now they went down, <laughs> and uh, Yedlin got hurt for Newcastle. Yeah, he's um, about, he's probably the only one, isn't he? Yedlin. Yes, I think. Cameron Carter Vickers is technically with. Uh, Tottenham, I think, but I don't think he's going to play. No big surprises out of La Liga last week. Barcelona gets things rolling with a 3 nothing win over Alaves. Uh, and, uh, you know, Real Madrid with a 2 nothing win as well in their first game against Getafe CF. So, uh, did you hear about the attendance at Real Madrid, though? It's called, you know, we, we have this big thing around here called the frost effect about everything, you know, going on now. Uh, it's like the Rooney effect, or the Rooney, the uh, Ronaldo effect is Real Madrid's capacity, or their capacity is like 81,000. They've averaged 66,000 last year. All right. Um, they only had 48,000 at this opener. Wow. Uh, and it's their lowest attended game since before Ronaldo got there in 09. Oh, are you not saying it's because of him? Uh, Are you alluding to the fact that because that guy's not there, 14,000 people didn't show up? I'm only pointing out facts. <laughs> <laughs> you can draw your own conclusion. These are just the facts, ma'am. I just want but, you to but know I, will, I will say this. I will say this. It might not be a Ronaldo effect because the game was like at 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. That's, for some kind, of, weird that's kind of typical for the Spanish league. Do they, they do they that? They play kind of weird times, yeah. A 10 o'clock local time on a work day. Yeah, just, so, you know. But, but again, those are all facts. They, got, so they, they got to sleep been... during a day, don't they? They have the siesta for a couple of hours. Okay. Which kind of pushes things <laughs> now, you may have bit. heard that they're bringing La Liga games to the United States, and guess who's not happy about it? Yeah, La Liga. Good players. Spanish <laughs> players are not happy about this at all. They're outraged. They're actually using the word outrage. They may strike over the league's first overseas oh, fixture. Crying out loud. Yeah. La Liga announcing the partnership with uh, sports entertainment company uh, Relevant for a 15-year deal pitting two top Spanish teams together in the United States once a season. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they fly business class as well. Like, let's let's keep it real. Yeah, it's, it's even like a, they're yeah. an economy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Players yeah, are outraged. They don't want to play overseas. Things have been done in a more co- uh, coherent way and with common sense. A uh, decision of this magnitude that affects players, referees, and fans was taken unilaterally and is a lack of respect. I I think they changed their mind when they got here. They're gonna play. They're gonna play at a fantastic stadium. The Down in Miami, gonna be, they're gonna play down Florida. You know they are. Yeah, most likely. Huge and Spanish population. It's gonna be packed. It's gonna be crazy. The, the fans will love it. Fans will absolutely love it. 
Outrage. <laughs> but I guess there's outrage. You mean I have to fly business class overseas and ha- be waited on hand and foot and go play in front of a bunch of Americans? And <laughs> I, uh, I hate it already. It's a terrible idea. So that's the latest on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who they decide to pick, which teams or how they do it. But... Oh, they'll do Barcelona Real Madrid for the first one, I bet. You think, you think they'll have that here? We, we, we assumed that they would not do that here. I would assume it would be one of those teams. Oh, if you yeah, can, if you yeah. can do it, you got to do it right. I, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, bring it in with a bang. I, I hope so. El Clasico over it. I, I hope so, but they've had that. They've had them play here before, obviously, in just Friendly or the ICC, yeah. but I, I hope so. I just figured they wouldn't, but that'd be awesome. I can't believe that you said that out loud. Well, what, <laughs> I mean, if, if you bring if you bring like Barcelona over and then play them against... Getafe or whatever, like yeah, yeah. No, no one's going to care. That's what we thought. Like, um, well, maybe Messi on his own will pull in the fans, but, but and he would. Yeah, he would. I but. would have thought they'd try and get like the t- two for the first ever one. Get like two big like so the stadium, maybe Atletico Madrid as well, or one of the big like, three, yeah. where the stadium is going to be half of one team, half the yeah. other team. That's going to make I, the I like best it. atmosphere and best kind of spectacle. I like it. I like it. What do I know? Perk was the one who said they'll never do that here. It would I be, didn't say would, never. <laughs> I, I, rewind the tape, Animal. I don't think I said that. Who knows? So the big, no big surprises out of Syria from last week. Juventus with their win, 3-2. to two. Uh, And then, uh, you know, other names you would know. Roma with their win over Torino, one to nothing. Oh, that, that Juventus game, just to throw out a couple more facts here. Go ahead. So, yeah, Ronaldo uh, they didn't that, score. At, what's that? Ronaldo didn't score. That's probably the, the big surprise. And they played at this place called Chivo? I don't know how I say it. Chibo Sounds good name. to me. Uh, so they uh, averaged an attendance last year, 12,000. At that game that Ronaldo happened to be at, <laughs> they had over 28,000 for that game. Oh, buddy, putting bodies in the seats. Chievo, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chievo. So, so, again, just just facts, just stats. I don't know who's... The Ronaldo effect. <laughs> the Ronaldo effect. Equal to the Frost effect here in Nebraska. That sounds like something out of uh, the day after tomorrow. It's the Ronaldo <laughs> effect. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty exciting that they would boost an attendance like that. You know, look at them go. Uh, moving on. Other things that we need to hit on. Uh, guys, this whole, like, red card situation that we've now seen in the EPL, probably, I think, more prevalent than any other, but we're, like, three weeks in now. You know, do you feel, you know, when you get down nine guys and it's, like, the 70th minute, 80th minute, <laughs> How much, I mean, obviously legs are very tired by then. But do you feel that red cards are that much of a problem that late in the game? Except for that guy who you lose, which you lose him for, what, at least another game? Yeah. Depends on the incident. Sometimes it's, yeah, so Jamie Vardy's going to miss three games for Leicester. Three games. Three. Three games. Wow. Because it's deemed uh, classifications of like red cards. If you get like two yellow cards, you get like one game. I think his is coming under like violent conduct. Because where he's slide tackled the guy, he's like caught him like really high up the leg. So they're kind of trying to say that he's he's tried to actually hurt him. Yeah, you go cleats up right at yeah. his shin. Oh. So you get like a three game ban for like violent conduct. Three games yeah. now. And then it's like if you like turn around and like punch someone, you would get like more. So like, <laughs> like the more like severe the incident, the kind of longer you can get suspended for. So you're a West Ham guy with the, you know, the. Revenge porn? Pen, but he... that, guy, that guy's out. He doesn't even play <laughs> anymore. But, he, fresh, he but they, couldn't wait to, they couldn't wait to throw dirt on West Ham because, I mean, the guy hasn't played in forever. I mean, he, he played for you know five seasons for us, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was like they... early 2000s, I think, he was knocking around. 
Um, Repka. Happening this weekend locally. Look what's going on at the Hib just down the street from us. Got games on Friday and Sunday. Husker women are in action against Oregon and Oregon State. Yeah, KU are in town as well, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're playing, they're playing Oregon. I think Oregon. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's a round robin tournament that's going on this weekend at the, at the Hib. And of course, tickets are very cheap. If you've ever wanted to go to football, soccer, this is the place to go. Beautiful stadium, great atmosphere. Lots of stuff to do. Yeah, we've all been there. I mean, you've been there for yeah, games. Yeah, I've been to a couple of games. I was just there on Monday. They, they played uh, BYU on Monday. And I'll probably be at both those games this weekend. Yeah, we've got... Uh, so, so far, uh, the loss to Arkansas, which was kind of weird. Then the win against Oklahoma, but then a draw against uh, BYU on Monday. Yeah, yeah. The Arkansas was uh, exhibition, I think, so it doesn't against there. So, they haven't lost, I don't think, in regular, in regular season. Uh, pups at the pitch for the Friday night game at the Hib, and then Special Olympics Day on Sunday. And of course, you can get tickets there. They're very inexpensive, and it's a great atmosphere if you've ever wanted to go watch. Fun to go. Fun to go. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5 and 1480 AM. You're listening to the Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It's too bad at this point, but they're not enjoying this. In five seconds, and it's dangerous. Oh, it is a real oh, football show on ESPN FM 101.5, and we were just we just wrapped up the last segment talking about Husker soccer. Now, if you'll keep an eye on the real football show on Facebook, we actually gave away some tickets this week to the Oregon and Oregon State games four pack. So next week, how about this? We'll give you a chance on the Real Football Show page to win tickets to the Washington State game on Friday the 31st. As if you don't have enough going on next weekend with a certain other type of football happening in Lincoln. But if you'll check the Real Football Show page next week, we'll uh, give you a chance to score some tickets to that Washington State game. Cool. All right. Otherwise, uh, you know what? Gosh, we've talked about sporting KC. We've hit MLS really hard. U.S. Men's National Team is just a mystery at this point because we don't know what the hell's going on. It's just—it's like a mystery. It's like, what, what am I waiting for here? I'm waiting for somebody to pull the curtain back. And it's yeah, like, come I on. I, I understand waiting. There, there's not a huge hurry like in, in football and stuff where you got to get them No, right but we have five everything. big matches coming up. I know. And so I, I get waiting until the World Cup's over. But, you know, shouldn't July 16th have been a coach announced? <laughs> and yeah. So I don't We get. have Brazil Friday the 7th. Okay. Then we have Mexico on September 11th, which is a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. In Nashville. I'll be at that game in Nashville. You suck so much. There's <laughs> a Brazil game in the U.S. In as well. New York, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And, you're, and, and Joyce. Uh, October 11th. <laughs> October 11th, we've got Colombia. And that's a Thursday night throwdown uh, down in Tampa. Um, and that's a 7.30. That's a 7.30 Eastern game, so 6.30 our time. Then and then cross the pond for two games. Yeah, then we have a, it says here, a 2 o'clock central kick on November 15th against England. That's a Thursday afternoon. I'm still in the U.S. for that, so. Oh, okay. We'll have to get together for it. So, yeah. And it's at Wembley. Wear my England shirt. Tuesday the <laughs> 20th. Jackson, Simon. Tuesday the 20th. <laughs> you can, yeah. It's uh, a 2 o'clock central kick against Italy. That's our lineup. Tough so, games. Yeah, so you'd think you'd want to coach, right? 
Yeah, I mean, if you get, do you coaching... think they're just? Do you think they're just going to make this interim guy the dude if he can just pull this off? What if we? I mean, what if we roll? I mean, again, what if we take three out of the five games with wins? Who is the interim coach? He was he, David Sarchian. 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 He, he was, but he was with Klingsman. You know, he's on. So, no, I don't. I don't know why. Has he ever been a head coach of any? I don't. The problem think so. is, what if this guy's awesome? What what if whoever he, this guy, whoever he's leading the team right now, what if he turns out to be the guy? You know, then then I feel like we're just we've wasted a lot of time talking well, about this. I don't think you bring. And I, I I don't know. I'd like to hear Penfold's advice. Or what would you think on this? Don't you want to? We're the USA. We should have we should have enough quality people to have a consistent top twenty, top thirty team in the world. Right. I mean, don't you think we, we should have? Oh, yeah, you should do. You should. And, and so you don't want to bring in uh, an assistant guy. Don't you want to bring in a, a, a proven coach, whether it's a U.S. coach or a, a, a European coach or something? Well, within the last week, you know, Moyes has been, he's oh. even said out loud, he's <laughs> interested in becoming the next U.S. men's national team manager. Yeah, you know why? Because it's a good paycheck. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people be interested. I'd rather other guy than David Moyes. I don't even know who this other guy is, but, <laughs> you know, you got... I see both sides of the argument, but, you know, Jose Mourinho, I know he's not doing great at the moment, but, you know, one of the greatest managers in the last decade or so, he was a he was an assistant to start with, and then he got his he got his chance and obviously took it. So, uh, like Animal was saying, this, this guy could be a great coach. He might be able to motivate the players, and may, maybe why not give him the, the two games that are coming up as, like, an audition to see how they, okay, I, how they I, get I guess, on. But I guess, again, we're not in a, not a huge hurry because... It's not like you're recruiting, right? Yeah. It's not like college sports where you have to get ahead of the recruiting game. You're you're built in by birth certificates. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I is, guess there is there any? There's no real like qualification for anything coming up, is there? No, we'll have so, the Gold Cup coming up in the summer. So they've got a while to. Yeah. I say maybe give this guy a chance for these two games, and if he kind of flops, then then maybe look to appoint someone, and then that guy's got time to work with them before the. Like November games. So. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, so maybe they're they purposely got these pretty big name games to see how he does against big clubs. I think it's exciting. I think so all maybe, five of these games. On purpose. These five these five games I think are very exciting. The Brazil game is going to be awesome. Yeah, and England's good as well. That's, that's I just wish it wasn't at two o'clock our time, but I get it. You know, because it's it's obviously England time, which is what nine o'clock there. We are eight, eight six hours ahead so, in so eight o'clock. from here. Oh, so perfect for, you know, get get Wembley buzzing and oh, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be fun. But September 7th, man, that Friday night game against Brazil, that'll be a good meetup maybe for I mean, all of us down at a certain little place we like to go <laughs> called Captain Jack's to watch the game. That'll be, that'll be awesome. That'll be fun. Friday night, I'm sure there's a probably home football game after. Oh, you know there is. Pack, so. yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, we play the Akron Zips here, the first one. So oh, I think it's, it's Colorado. Is it Colorado? It is Colorado. Very good. Yeah, we'll have to go to the... the it's it in the first three games for the Husker football at home. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, color, you have to get the Colorado AO crew to will, come into yeah. Captain Jack. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's our, you know, of course, that's the official AO bar. We're not oh. just spouting it out there because we get free drinks, but that's the official place. Oh, actually, Penfold was at the Kansas City American Outlaw Bar uh, watching England. Yeah. He was at Johnny's. Not by design. I didn't know it was <laughs> the American Outlaw Bar. But yeah, I watched the uh, England's Columbia game in the World Cup there. And that was huge game. There was like man. 30 of us from England kind of 
terrorizing it while everyone was having kind of like a nice oh my gosh dunford has some awesome video of chanting and everything that's going on at that that german bar in omaha uh, barchon brew house in benson in omaha i've never been there that's where that's where dunford and it's uh, his gang was at it's it's they get a little rowdy you know compared to what we see here in price so yeah there are people just sitting there eating lunch right yeah and had no idea there was a game going on. And <laughs> no idea what was going 30 on. 30 rowdy Brits in there. Yeah, we were chanting throughout the game. And like I said, they're trying to have a nice lunch. Because it was like a, I think it was like a one o'clock kickoff, maybe. Or Sounds right, something yeah. Something like that. So you got people that work probably downtown KC going for lunch. And we kind of roll in, <laughs> drinking and chanting. And we were, we were throwing beer around when we scored and stuff like that. But Dunford taught us uh, 10 German bombers. Yeah, good, good song. <laughs> he knew it. He knows it. This is the thing. Everybody has to know all these songs, I guess, as a kid or something. We sang it at the end of the game when we won, yeah. (laughs) Against Columbia? You sang the song even even though you played Columbia? Yeah, it's just funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what? And and before we get out of here, since we, you know, obviously got to wish as much luck as we can upon Kansas City this weekend to beat Minnesota, that should not be a problem. Graham Zussi, who is an impending free agent, he wants to stay in Kansas City. He wants to stay there. He's a staple there now. Him and Beasler have been just absolute staples in that team. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't kind of given him a new contract sooner. Yeah, he's in. Mind you, you'd probably let it get to free agency, and then you can probably negotiate yourself a better. True, it might be more to stay. Uh, might be so. more on the on Zussi's end than <laughs> Zussi was 22 when his journey began. Got the MLS trophy, shelf full of accolades, everything, and he calls Kansas City his home. He's and he's like, I, I, I really want to end my career here. This is where I, I want to stay a little longer. When he first got to Kansas City, you know, they're obviously MLS are not paid the same amount of money that Major League Baseball. He's thirty two now. He came there in twenty two. He came there at twenty two, right yep. out of college. You know, he couldn't afford a lot. He actually stayed with Beasler's parents because Beasler's from Kansas City. Yeah, he's from like Overland Park, isn't he? I think Beasley, so. Yeah. So he actually had to, he stayed with Beasler's parents for a while. Cool. Zeus, he declined to provide the exact details of the proposed deal, but he added, we're pretty close to finalizing Sporting KC coach Peter Vermees used the same language, close to being done to characterize the negotiations. So, He'll sign then. That it, sounds pretty that, that sounds full gone. Final year of his deal pays him $782,000. And Beasler, by the way, uh, both they were both selected in the 2009 MLS Super Draft. Signed virtually identical contracts after returning home from the 2014 World Cup. And Zussi's no longer living with Beasler's parents, by the way. <laughs> oh, would, if, he's, if he's got 800 grand a year for his salary, I think he can afford his own place. Yeah. And it's Kansas City. You can live well in Kansas City. Kansas oh, City is sure, one yeah. of those towns that you can live in, and you know you don't have to. It's not. We're not talking East Coast here. You, you make money like that, you can you can live quite well. Yes, quite well. Guys, and he, and he doesn't doesn't get haircuts, so you know. There you go. Actually, he kind of did. I guess he did get his haircut kind of recently. But what's the uh, what's the plans for this weekend? We, I mean, we're coming down to the end of the game, the end of the game, the end of the show. Well, uh, we have a gigantic game going on at Creighton's Morrison Stadium this weekend. American Outlaws, Lincoln versus Omaha. At now, Creighton, this so. technically over the last couple of years has been pretty heated little battle, but we've always Lincoln's never lost. There it is. It's been this, close. This is the game you're playing in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I kind of I got a nagging knee injury. Should but have recruited I, me. <laughs> well, you, you, you're an American Outlaw member? Got to get you a new shirt besides that England shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I can pretend I am. So that's taking <laughs> place at Creighton. I mean, so A.L. Lincoln versus A.O. Omaha. Yeah, 2 o'clock on Saturday. It'll be a, a lot of It's always a lot of fun. It's just a, 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 they are no friendly, as they say, but uh, it's a pretty fun time. Awesome. Penfold, what do you got this weekend? So, youth soccer games pretty much all Sunday. So in town, uh, yes, couple of couple of one at the village and one at one or two at Spirit Park, and then Saturday I'll see Brighton are playing against Liverpool at 
11.30, so I'll be Are watching you, that. Will you go down to the McKinney's? That's where the Liverpool people hang out. Nah, I don't like Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd say nah, that. I'll probably just watch you at home. Just uh, hang out. I've got practice from 9 to 11 in the morning okay. on Saturday. So I'll just uh, go home, freshen up, and watch the game. And probably going to get destroyed, but... Oh, well, you, 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 you know. beat Man U, so... That's it. Dude, yeah! You, I mean, you've you, set you, the bar really high first you get week. three points out of those two games, I think you'll be very happy Yeah, and then I think our, our two games after that, like Fulham and someone else that we probably should beat. So. Before you get to then we play, and... Then we play like Tottenham and Man City. So. Well, there we go. <laughs> man City, man. The machine. Jeez. The Man City machine. That's what they should be called. It is The Real Football Show. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we're on demand on about noon on Friday at ESPN1480.com. Of course, our Facebook page. Keep an eye on that. We have tickets to give away for Husker Soccer next week. It's Perk. It's Penfold. It's Animal. It's The Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5, 1480 AM.